Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 720 AM, Kadon, the talk of Las Vegas. <laughs> I could throw some people under the bus right now in the studio, but I am going to have some grace tonight. It's funny, before I came on air, I'm having some of my production people uh, try to give me correction on something, and, well, they forgot to unmute me when the microphone when we went on. So that's the way God works, man. You remember, remember when you were a kid? Remember when you were a kid and, uh, you know, your parents would tell you something and then you'd get mouthy and you'd walk around the corner mouthing off and then your arm got hit in the wall or something. I remember when my kids used to do that to me, they'd be like, well, so and so. And then they'd walk away, you know, and they'd hit their arm in their, in, uh, or their shoulder on, on the wall. And I'd say, ha ha, see, God blew his wind like this. He went, Whew, just to take care of you. So anyways, I digress. Hey, we got to have fun here too. Come on. I mean, you know, we've got to have some fun here and tell some stories, but, uh, Again, I will make sure that the not one person is specifically thrown under the bus here, but his initials are PN. <laughs> All right. Look, what's not funny and what I believe needs to be discussed, it's a little controversial, but I never shy away from controversy, is what's going on in Arkansas. There is a white pride billboard in Arkansas. It's gaining a lot of attention again. There's thousands of people that are signing this petition for the removal of this sign. Now, let me describe the sign to you. The sign says whiteprideradio.com. It has a cross and then it says for the family and it's got a white family, uh, husband, wife, two kids holding an American flag. And then on the bottom, it says altrighttv.com. This is in Harrison, Arkansas. Now, this has been up there for seven years, and it just recently went viral, and I think the reason why is because of the systemic racism. And then uh, there was a video of a man carrying a Black Lives Matter sign in front of the billboard, and you know this kind of caused the controversy. 8,400 signatures are calling for it to be removed, and the owner that has paid for this sign uh, is saying, look, you know, uh, no one's breaking the law. You may not like what it says, but it says what it says, and, and there you go. And I'll be straight with you. I'm not a fan, to, and, and I'm not one to elevate any race color at all. That's not me. I white, brown, black, blue, pink with polka dots. Color is not my deal. So when I see white pride, I don't like it. When I see black lives matter, I don't like it. If I see brown lives matter, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's me. Doesn't have to be you. Now, the whole issue here is not what I like. The whole issue here is not what Steve Sanchez feels. Because I believe all lives matter. 
I've said that from this microphone for many years consistently that I believe all lives matter. And I've never been one that likes one race, ethnicity, uh, or culture, uh, you know, promoted or exemplified more than another. This is why I don't agree with like the black caucus and, you know, segregating us by white, black, brown, etc. I just don't like it. I never have and I never will. And there's not going to be anybody on God's green earth that's going to be able to convince me otherwise. I just don't like it. So when I see this sign, I don't care for the sign. Not because it says White Pride Radio. It's because I don't think we should be promoting or elevating any race, color, period. Which leads me to, is it fair to have them pull it down? No matter what Steve Sanchez thinks. No matter what you think. No matter what others think. Is it fair to have these people pull down that sign when Black Lives Matter is written on walls, when it's painted on streets, mayors of cities like de Blasio are painting uh, Black Lives Matter on sidewalks and on streets in front of the Trump building. Many in the black community don't like that. Many in the black community went, and if you've seen the viral video, I know I have, where they went and they were dropping black paint over black lives matter because they're like, all lives matter, which I think common sense prevails. All lives matter. But is there a level of hypocrisy that says, well, we don't like white pride billboards and we want to take it down? Now, some will argue, well, it's because it's racist. Some will argue, well, that's hypocrisy because you allow Black Lives Matter signs. So I want you to weigh in on this. And the reason I bring this up is because right now we are in the midst of this systemic racism. White privilege is horrible. White people are horrible. And guess what? White people are not horrible. And many whites that I've talked spoken with, don't have any white privilege. You're like, hell, I wish I knew about white privilege because I sure as hell haven't gotten any. So I believe that there is this political agenda to continue to divide us more and more and more and more. So for Steve Sanchez, I don't like whitepriderradio.com billboards, but I also don't like Black Lives Matter billboards. I'm consistent with my Belief of stupidity in every race because there's the spirit of stupid in whites and there's the spirit of stupid in blacks. There's the spirit of stupid in browns and there's the spirit of stupid in every color in the crayon box. That's me. But I want to ask you, how do you feel about this? Do you think this sign should be removed? Do you think there should be any outrage when there's no outrage for Black Lives Matter? Why is white pride a problem and Black Lives Matter isn't? I want to hear from you, the great community of Las Vegas and many that are listening around the country. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. I will caution you. This is a sensitive topic. This is a topic that you're going to have a tremendous amount and need of boldness and courage to discuss, to debate, to to call a radio show on this because you're afraid, well, if I think one way, I'm going to be deemed a racist, but if I think another way, I'm a sellout or I'm a hypocrite. No, don't be afraid of that. You have to have boldness. You have to have courage to be able to discuss and debate these very, what are, yes, controversial issues.
But you know what's funny? And it's not funny, haha. It's just funny. It's almost sad. Is we have an uproar over that sign, but yet I'm not hearing the uproar of five year old Canon Hennett who was executed by a black man by a gun shot in the head and killed innocently riding his bicycle. Why isn't anybody making a big deal out of that like they did with George Floyd? If you want to go down one road, I have to take you down another one too because I'm consistent in exposing the hypocrisy and the stupidity of many in this country. So right now there's this big hashtag say his name trend because the mainstream media is completely silent on this little boy. This little boy that was riding his bike at his father's house in North Carolina just this Sunday, Darius Sesson, uh, excuse me, Darius Sessmans allegedly, uh, I'm not going to say allegedly, he, he damn well know he walked up. He walked up to the boy, put a gun to his head and executed him. 25-year-old convicted felon, fled to his home next door in the town of Wilson. They got him, and I say fry him twice. Pull out the electric chair, just like my good black friend who's a pastor in Phoenix said, fry him twice. See, it's not a black and white thing. It's a heart thing. It's a brain thing. So again, I ask you, why is no media attention and outrage happening for this child. But it happened for George Floyd, who, by the way, was on fentanyl. Did George Floyd decide, uh, deserve to have a, his knee on a neck? And die? Of course not. I think anybody that has any logic knows that. But the outrage and the five funerals and a sainthood and everything else that goes along with this has happened for George Floyd, and everybody's talking about, well, you know, whites are killing blacks. But people and monsters kill. And it doesn't matter if you're white or black. There are monsters that kill in every skin color. So my question is, we have an uproar over this white pride sign, which I don't care for either. But we have no uproar for Darius Sessmans or Sessums who went to this five-year-old boy, put a gun to his head and shot him dead. And yet, and yet there's no outrage. There's no upset. Should we start hashtagging all kids lives matter? See, all lives do matter, friends. That's my point. And if the mainstream media and you racists out there that are black and white finally got your crap together and understood that, you would be as outraged over this five-year-old little boy's execution as much as you were for George Floyd's. And I'm opening up the phone lines if you have the guts, the guts to call and discuss and debate this. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. 702-257-5396. Again, not easy. Calls on hold. I'm going to get to you on the next segment. But I want to make sure the line's full up so we can really discuss debate. Because everybody's going to have their own opinion on this. I've given you mine. You know where I stand. You know how I feel. 
I don't like any race or culture being elevated to a level that makes one perceive that they're better than the other. That's not who I am. So I have a problem with whitepride.com as much as I have a problem with Black Lives Matter. I do. And I dare someone. I double dare. I mean, I triple dog dare someone to try to tell me there's a difference. I really do. And the left is silent. Hashtag say his name. It's trending. No one's talking about it. Because I guess the death of a five-year-old little white boy is not important. And again, friends, that's why I've said this from the beginning. And I'll say it until they lay me into the ground. All lives matter. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. A truthful take on our troubled times. It's Steve Sanchez. All right, welcome back. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you. Thursday edition of the show, 702-257-5396. We're talking about the mainstream media and the left's utter silence regarding the execution of this five-year-old little boy named Kenneth Hennant. And this happened Sunday in North Carolina. A man comes up, 25-year-old convicted felon, and shot him immediately in the head, killed him immediately, and did this in front of his seven- and eight-year-old sisters. Now, here's the kicker. It was a black man that shot the little boy. And typically, I don't care what color you are, if you're evil, I say put you in the electric chair and I'll pull the switch and let your eyeballs pop out. But what gets me is that don't all lives matter? And this proves my point, that blacks and whites have evil, just like browns and every color in the crayon box. But yet the mainstream media silent on this, but they weren't silent on George Floyd. The hypocrisy is what kills me. I'm not about black or white, but I have the guts to at least bring it to your attention. Because someone needs to, because people don't want to talk about this stuff, because they want to be politically correct. I'm not politically correct. I'm just correct. So if we're going to be angry about a white pride sign in Arkansas, then be equally as angry over this. No one has the guts and courage anymore in this country to stand up and say, I don't care if you're black, I don't care if you're white. Evil is evil. And the systemic racism bullcrap that has started since George Floyd is just that bullcrap. Because all lives matter, period. And I will say that until the day I'm buried in the ground. And now we go to our busy calls. Scott, you're next. Welcome to the program. Awesome. Can you hear me, Steve? I can hear you just fine. Dynamite. I got to tell you, man, you're preaching to the choir. And it's not just this particular incident. You could be pointing to the five little black girls that were shot in Chicago by black people. The challenge with this is, as a man of faith, which I am, living in Las Vegas, this is man trying to legislate diversity when God already took care of it. There you go. You know, we are all different, and we're all the same. And there you go. And the hypocrisy of all of it is when you make that statement about all lives matter, and you mention George Floyd, where everybody of every stripe and every color agreed that was terrible. 
And then they looked around and said, no, we need to be over here instead of over there. And if you even point out, I believe the gentleman's name, forgive me if I've got it wrong, um, David Dodds from Missouri, who was gunned down, the retired policeman protecting his friend's pawn shop. He was black, too. And I, like you, there is no color. There is no race war. We're all one race, the human race. Exactly. God made it that way. But yet, if I ask the question, which I have asked, to people, I understand we all think George Floyd's death was murder and it's terrible, but why was there nothing said for David Dodds? They will look at you and go, well, why are you trying to tear down George Floyd? I'm really not. What I'm trying to do is elevate David Dodds' death because they're the same. Exactly. Where are the leaders of this supposed movement? Every time you hold up Martin Luther King or Gandhi to me as a 62-year-old guy, as far as I recall... They marched in front, and they were yeah. for something, not against something. And I when agree. you're against something and they win, and you win the battle, you finally stop whatever it is. If you're not for something, you've created a vacuum, and yeah. it will get filled. And I'm no, sorry, absolutely. I'm on my soapbox, and I'm foaming. No, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you are. I'm glad you are, and I'm glad you made this call, because what you said, how could anybody disagree, Scott, with what you said? That's my whole point through all of this. We've got to stop with black, white, brown, purple. I mean, we've got to stop. And we've got to look at there's evil in the world, and it comes in every color in the crayon box. And if you're going to scream loud about one color or one incident, then you have to scream equally as loud for others. This is the problem. This should wake people up and get them to realize that you are a political pawn in a game of chess. And you better really pay attention to who has your best interests at heart and who's using you as political collateral to further their agenda. Very easy in this election to see that Biden and Harris are those people that treat you as political pawns on a chess game. Period. End of story. I dare someone to challenge me on that. I know no one can or no one will. Because you know as well as I do, you've got flawed candidates in the Democratic Party this time around. Flawed candidates. More flawed than Hillary. Oh, come on now. I I know someone's with me. More flawed than Hillary. And look what happened to her in 2016. And you're really trying to tell me Donald Trump's not going to have a landslide election in November? Huh. Yeah, we'll see about that. 702257. 5396. Quick break. We're going to come back to these calls. Don't go away. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Thursday edition of the show. Remember back in the day when we had the old school banking? I do. I remember it. I think that's part of what got me into the financial business early on in my career. I spent 25 years there before I entered into talk radio. And I remember as a kid, it would be exciting to go and see your old school banker, especially when they're going to lend you money to have your dad go buy an RV, a boat, a brand new truck, whatever the case is. It was just a cool thing. You know, everybody knew your name. They took care of you. 
it's very different today in the lending business, especially when you're trying to borrow money. And I think you know that. No one cares about your name. They don't care about your background. They just care about that credit score. Well, a lot of people have some credit challenges. And obviously with COVID-19 and some other challenges that may have popped up, doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to get a loan when you need it, short-term or even long-term. Now, Ed at FWS Lending, he is that old-school banker. He's been serving Las Vegas for over 32 years, and he knows your name. Why? Because he works with you personally. 32 years is a long time to be helping the good people of Las Vegas. So if you're credit-challenged, meaning bad credit, no credit, there's no problem working with FWS Lending because credit scores are not a factor. They just want to see that you have a good full-time job. So if you need $1,000, $2,000, up to five thousand in cash if you have a good full-time job you're approved and you can get your money within 72 hours sometimes less yeah i kid you not he has the lowest interest rates by the way in the state of nevada flexible and easy payback and he guarantees if you find an interest rate that's advertised lower he will meet it no question about it Old school lender, he knows your name. He's standing by now up until 9 p.m. Pacific time to take your calls to see how much he can get you in 72 hours. 1,000, 2,000, up to 5,000 in cash for whatever your needs are. I understand right now is a time where you probably need some cash. He's the guy to go to. 702-613-2153. That's 702-613-2153. He's standing by now. Make sure you tell him Steve Sanchez sent you. 32 years working in the Valley. Knows your name personally. uh, Works with you personally. Flexible and easy payback. And again, no credit score necessary. 702-613-2153. Give him a call tonight. Get some money and move your life forward because we all will move past this COVID-19. I can promise you. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls here. Brady, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yeah, right on, Steve. I'm, I'm having a problem with some of this stuff about, what, 50 Confederate statues and priest statues and statues of Jesus and Virgin Mary being torn down now. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not allowed to say white pride and that I'm, I'm proud of my culture, that I'm white and Christianity. I'm getting kind of sick of it. I can't That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of hypocrisy out there. You know, and there's nothing wrong with saying white power. Jesus, is it, is it, remember the old saying, sticks and stones will break bones, and names won't hurt you? What's wrong with these people these days? Stand up, pull your pants up, bunch of babies out there. You know, you here's know? how I've always looked at it is, you know, I know when people hear the term white power, they try to associate it back to the days of Jim Crow and the KKK and all these things like that. And and I understand that, and I completely agree that that term was used considerably during that time. The problem that I have is if you don't want someone saying white power, then you better equally say someone can't say black power either. Well, a lot of the times I think you associate white power with the Nazis, and that's why I'm always on the radio saying... Uh, that's the people that we went and fought World War II against, idiots. You know, they, you can't figure it out. Us white people fought the Nazis, and you're not a lampshade today because of it. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of hypocrisy. There's a great deal of hypocrisy, Brady, going on out there. And and for me, personally, like I said, I don't like seeing one race elevated. Not white, not black, not brown, not not pink with polka dots. But if you're going to say to one race white in this instance, you can't do that, then you better equally say that to the black 
community to the Hispanic community and every other color in the crayon box. You know, I mean, it's just not one or the other. This is the big problem I have with all these things. And I appreciate the call, Brady. And I think a lot of people have that. That's why, again, we're talking about this little boy that was executed on Sunday. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage for all the black-on-black crime on the weekends in Chicago? Where's the outrage? There's no outrage. Where's Black Lives Matter? They're not funding schools. They're not giving jobs. They're not taking care of their black communities like they say they are. They're a Marxist group. So I'm sick and tired of the hypocrisy. There's one race. It's the human race, pure and simple. All right, let's go ahead and get right back to business here. Chad, you're next. Welcome to the program. All right, Chad, are you with me? All right, Chad has left the building. Let's get over to Steve. You're next. Welcome to the show. Uh, oh, Steve? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I was actually going to call in about the mass, uh, mm-hmm. but I do want to address that uh, child murder. Yeah. Uh, mass. I'm a bus driver. I'm a city bus driver. Okay. And we have a, a header that says, you know, you have to wear a mask on and so on. They see I'm not wearing it. And I don't make people wear it. I, you know, I treat them like adults, you know. Right. I, I don't care about what that king up in Carson City is doing. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. And as far as the, the child murder, <clears throat> I mean, that kid wasn't even old enough to hate, you know. Exactly. I mean, he, as far as the kid was concerned, he might have been thinking this guy wanted to play a game when he pulled that gun out. You know? And this guy did it in front of his seven and eight year old sister. How old? Uh, he did this right in front of that little boy's seven and eight year old sister. Imagine the trauma they're going to face for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. They'll never, they'll never forget that moment. No. No, that's why I believe in pulling out the electric chair. Forget this lethal injection business. Pull out the electric chair, uh, chair fry him twice. I'll, I'll gladly flip the switch for anybody. Oh, well, and for people that don't believe in hell, you know what? There's, there is a hell. There's a hell. There's a oh, hell. Yeah. And I think he just booked his uh, passage. Incredible. Oh. Convictive felon. The media is totally uh, crickets on this, Steve. No one is talking about it because no one has the guts. And, Steve, I appreciate you having the guts to talk about it because it's a sensitive topic. It's a very sensitive and highly contentious and debatable topic. There's no question about it. All right. Let's go ahead and get right back to our busy calls. Oh, we got Chad back on. So let's go ahead and go to Chad, line three. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hi, Dave. <laughs> it's Steve. so i'm uh, sorry if you were you had a quicker trigger finger than i did so that's all right it's 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 steve by the way oh all right so i just wanted to let you know i one of my big concerns is why is it we let the media get away with using percentages to discuss covid statistics all over the media when it's to their advantage you know I mean, let's face it, 100%, you know, of 1,000 is only 2,000, mm-hmm. and a half a percent of 100,000 is 5,000. So, you know, why do we let them do that? They've got so much they power. they think we're mathematical stupid? Well, they do. They think we're stupid in every area. I mean, that's the whole issue, Chad, is they do. Uh, For so long, they've controlled the narrative. 
And this is why they don't like conservative outlets like mine and others, uh, because for so long they've controlled the narrative. They've taught you what to think, how to speak, what to wear, what to like, what not to like. And for so long, we all kind of got programmed into that. And then all of a sudden, here comes the Internet, and the Internet uh, introduces you know conservative news sites like Drudge. Well, Drudge is not conservative anymore, but it used to be. And Breitbart and The Blaze, uh, shows like Steve Sanchez and many others out there that are conservative, that give you a different opinion, that allow you to think for yourself. But, you know, I'm a commentator. I'm not a journalist, and I don't ever want to be a journalist. I'm a commentator. I commentate. I'm opinionated. This is a show that's not fair and balanced. Just so you know, this is not a show that's fair and balanced. This is a show that is fair, but very much conservative, and I make no apologies for that. All right, let's get right back to business here. Let's go to John. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, Steve. Um, in regards to your question, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that whole uh, white pride sign either. Uh, and it kind of goes into why I, I think a lot of people don't understand why Trump got elected in the first place. In other words, there was a lot of white people that were sick and tired of racing. They were saying, why is it okay to have a United Negro College Fund, but if I had a white college fund, I'd be called a racist? Yeah. And people have been complaining about that for a long time under their breath. And Trump comes along and basically, for a lot of ways, was saying out loud what we were mumbling under our breath. Exactly. Very true. Very true. And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you cannot apologize for being white or black or brown. God created you the color you are. And that's important enough. And that matters enough. And I appreciate the call, John. So if you're born white, that matters, and that's important. If you're born black, that matters, and that's important. If you're born brown, that matters. That's important. If you're born with all different colors all over yourself, pink, purple, with polka dots, then that matters. It's important. All lives. I've never, ever ever like this differentiation. That's why, and I've said this over and over, and I've told this story, and I'll tell it again. Growing up in California, up in the Fresno area, when we were in high school, you know, uh, obviously the San Joaquin Valley in Fresno is highly uh, concentrated with agriculture. My dad was a rancher, so I went to a school, Lee Grand High School, uh, up north of Fresno, and, uh, you know, a lot of ranchers. And, and uh, you know, we would have uh, La Raza, come to the school and Lamecha. And and they would say, Yeah, we're having a pizza party in the library after school. We want to invite you. They'd only invite the Hispanic kids. And, you know, a friend of mine, David, I'm not gonna say his last name to embarrass him, uh, but you know, David said, Hey man, let's um let's go. And I said, I'm not going to that crap, but of course I didn't say crap. Uh, and he goes, Come on, man, it's pizza. And I said, Well you know what? I'm a little hungry and I'm talking to myself here. I'll go grab grab a couple slices. And when I would go uh there, it was all about brown power and you know how white stole Mexico and all and I'm thinking, I'm not gonna be involved in this crap. So people could try to tell me that didn't happen. People can say that doesn't go on. Oh it goes on. And even then I knew why does any of this matter? I thought we're Americans, for God's sakes. I, you know, and I would think about it, and you know, and I was one of those kids that would ask the question in history class, like to my history teacher, Mr. Wallace. I still remember him, and I'd bring that up, and kids would laugh like I was stupid, but they were stupid, and I see where they're at, and I see where I'm at. And I'll be quite honest with you, uh, because doesn't the Statue of Liberty mean that liberty for all? 
black, white, brown, purple. So why do we keep segregating everybody? It's got to stop. It's got to stop. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Time for talking's over now I guess it's time to let you go But I don't No, I don't mind at all It's getting so... All right, welcome back. Steve Sanchez, Thursday edition of the show. Let's get right back to business and go to some of these calls on hold. Let's go to L. She's next. Welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. This is Al. What I wanted to comment is that I used to live in Hawaii. I have a lot of Hawaiian friends, and they they always talk about Hawaiian pride. Mm -hmm. They get tattoos. They wear T-shirts that say that. They have stickers on their vehicles. I never took uh, took offense to it or anything. So everyone does it across the board. You cannot just point out uh, white pride. So what you're saying is that for them to say white pride, that should be okay, being that Hawaiians do it and many other uh, ethnicities, race, cultures do it. Well, some people get offended by it, but I, I don't, you know, because my friends are Hawaiian and they don't mean it to put others down. Yeah, and see, for me, I'm not offended by any of it. I'm saying it should be consistent. That's why I've always believed yes, just, you know, exactly. don't elevate. You, know, you follow what yes, I'm saying? Sir. Yes, sir. It should be consistent across the board. You can't just, you know, um, say the whites can't do it, but everyone else can't. You're singling out an entire, you know, group of people, and that, that is wrong. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's why I'm saying, you know, if, you know, you want to say white pride, you want to say Hawaiian pride, you want to say Italian pride, brown pride. Fine. If everybody gets to do it consistently, uh, I have no problem with it because then you're ele- everybody's being elevated based on who they are. But to segregate and say, no, you did this and therefore, no, it's just that. It's just, but, you know, people just don't have common sense anymore. Exactly. Sadly. Well, I, it's a great point. I'm glad that you made it. It's a great point. What part of Hawaii? Were you from Hawaii yourself? Uh, Oahu. Oh, nice. Nice. I wouldn't mind having my toes right now but, on the nice beaches of Maui, to tell you the truth. <laughs> but I'm a native Las Vegas, born and raised here. But I just went there to live for a couple of years and then came back. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Well, we're so Thank glad you. that you called. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, uh, Elma makes a phenomenal point. A- absolutely. There's no question about it. All right, let's get right back to business. Michelle, you're next. Welcome to the show. Yes, I'm just calling to say... White lives matter. I wanted to say it on the air. I've never said it out loud. And I'm not white. I'm what you would call a white Hispanic. Mm -hmm. But we all know in our hearts that all lives matter. We know that. Um, There was a young woman, maybe 30 years old, that was shot dead for saying all lives matter. And she's no longer here, so I wanted to say it for her. All lives matter. And in regards to the five-year-old boy who was shot dead, uh, that's deeply troubling, but I believe the story was intentionally buried by the news networks. Mm -hmm. I never heard of the story, and I'm up on current events. I never heard of it. So I, I looked it up, and I saw his picture. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, uh, there's other stories that are buried. I don't think you probably heard about the woman that was uh, shot dead for saying all lives matter. You probably never heard of that story. Oh, I, I've heard, and, and it was more than just her getting shot and killed. There's been others and others that were beaten up uh, to a pulp. And so, uh, and I appreciate the call, Michelle. Uh, we're getting close to uh, to wrap it up here, but um, there's so much that is buried. So we do our best here to try to bring out things that you're not hearing. You know, who wants to continue to hear the regurgitation of the same things every single day? Uh, you know, we we try to 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 do that. It's very important to bring you what's current and what's going on. But you know, we feel it very important here. Uh, to expose and bring things up that others aren't talking about because you deserve to know. And uh, I agree, things are being buried out there. And right now, being that we're in the midst of a, an election, the most election important election, at least in my lifetime, um, they're going to do their best to try to bury some of this, uh, to try to keep you fooled out there. And we're not going to allow that. All right, the time has come and went. Calls on hold. I'm sorry I couldn't get to all of you, but I do appreciate you hanging out with me. Want to make sure you keep it right here on KDON for my good friend Ken Thompson and Sports X Radio. I will be back tomorrow night. Until then, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the SteveSanchezShow.com.